Everton fighting for their lives against Crystal Palace. Here we go. Bonus episode. Go boys in blue. Whoa, Super Bonus Zero Dykes, America's favorite and weirdest bears podcast. Today is all about Everton football. Premier League, things are hot. Trying to fight relegation. We were live on the scene, kind of. Give it a listen if you're so inclined. We love you. Zero Dykes for life. We want to marry all of you and then divorce you and then marry you again. Boing, 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 boing. Zero doinks. 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 Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Bet, hedge, lose, reload. Everybody's tuning in to get those hot, hot picks. Rick Fieldsman is giving you the sauce. Oh, man, I love Rick's voice. And normally this would be a spot when hams and bread would jump in. But this is a standalone Everton versus Crystal Palace. Everton trying to stay alive. Stay out of the relegation world. Lots of special guests. Things got super hot in the western suburbs of Chicago. I'm going to get out of the way. You listen. You enjoy. We love you. Zadok! For the first time in podcast history, we welcome you to a segment within a segment within a segment. This is Toffee's Corner exclusively on Zero Doinks. Everton fan. For my whole life. It's Toffee's Corner. Football. It's soccer time. Toffee's Corner. Exclusively on Zero Doinks. We are live here in the western suburbs of Chicago. We are very emotional right now. There's a big Everton game. This is a bonus Zero Doinks. I'm live here with the Fieldsman, and we have Darren from Dublin on the line, skipping a class. Um, Darren, how are you, buddy? I am very good. I am very, very excited for this evening's entertainment. Darren, uh, Rick and I, we're lifelong Everton fans, as you know, but, you know, oh, yeah, of course, yeah. let's, let's, let's talk, talk to us like we're five right now. Can you paint a picture of the scenario? It's, we know that they're playing Crystal Palace. Everybody knows that, yeah. but yeah. what, what is the situation? It's, it's re- relegation, uh, is haunting so, Everton fans right now. So what, what so, are we looking for today? Okay, so you ever have two games left. So there's three teams really who are left uh, with one place to get relegated. So Watford and Norwich are already down, and it's between Leeds, Burnley, and Everton. They're the three teams who could get relegated. Everton and Burnley both have two games left. 
Everton, as you said, have Palace tonight, and then I think it's Arsenal away on Sunday. Um, Burnley are Villa tonight, and of course the mighty Villa are going to beat them. Um, so basically, Everton are in the best spot at the moment. They need a win, so they're still in their hands. If yep. Everton win today, they are safe. It doesn't yes. matter what anybody else does. Yes. If Everton win on Sunday, they are safe. It doesn't okay. matter what anyone else does. But if Everton lose both games, if the impossible happens and they lose both games, then they need Burnley and Leeds to win a game. And Burnley, I said, have Villa today, which is not going to happen because Villa are going to hammer them because Villa are the best team in the league. And then they're going to... They're playing... Actually, they're playing Dave's uh, Newcastle uh, on Sunday, Burnley are. And we all know we, we all know Newcastle are shite, so they're definitely going to get beaten by Burnley on Sunday. So yeah, I think that the best way to do it is for Everton just to beat Crystal Palace, who are garbage anyway. Oh, my gosh. I am so... You know what? I've read that maybe 30 times online. Hearing it from your lips to my ears was just a whole new experience. Thank you for breaking that down, Darren. No problem. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one here, but I'm a bit disappointed that Mike from England is not in the room currently, but I understand he is very nervous. Uh, I'm afraid that he's popping many pills that are not prescribed or subscribed to him. Uh, Darren, can you relate as a as a uh, Villa fan to uh, a guy like that, like like Mike, who truly yeah, like us, I, has been paying attention to a team this long and relegation is uh, knocking on Pepin's door? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, it was two years ago now, Aston Villa were in the situation where with four games left, they were dead and buried. And they managed to get out of it. And the joy you feel is out of this world. You're so nervous. Like, you're just... Like, the amount of alcohol I drank in the last four weeks of that season just to keep myself through the days is ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's great. I'm also looking... I see we have a guest who I hope isn't pleasuring himself too much to our wonderful tones. <laughs> he is... Uh, he's not a speaker, not a big talker. He just wants to hear the nope. expert breakdown. Here, Darren, can you do me a favor? Paint me a little picture about where you'll be watching the game tonight. I want to hear the setup. I want to hear the inches or the centimeters size of the TV that you'll be watching on. Okay, so uh, my TV is a, I've, I only have a 50-inch TV, so maybe on a slightly small side, but it's, it's 4K and it's nice. It sits in my house, right? I'm going to be sitting on I'm going to be sitting on my Lazy Boy style chair. And I say style, it's, I don't have the money to buy a Lazy Boy, so it's Lazy Boy style chair. Yep. I'll have a cider in one hand, I'll have a whiskey in the other hand, and I'll be glued to the TV. I'll have two matches on, actually. I'll have uh, the Everton game is on one TV channel, and I'll have the Villa game on the other. Oh, that's why God gives like two this. eyes, so we can... Ah, oh, I tell you, it's, it, it really is. It really is. All right. well, you couldn't ask me to concentrate on two subjects, but two football <laughs> matches, absolutely. I watched them in two seconds. Well, we are sitting at this wonderful bar right now. Bill and I have oh, settled up, belly to the bar. We had the bartender engaging in a little bit of a conversation with us during this, but we said, nay, we are talking to Darren Dublin. But we have the game turned on, the biggest TV here. They just turned the audio on for us, which is incredible. Oh. It's We might lock the doors. It might just be Bill and I renting yeah. this place for the next 90 minutes. I think you should. I wouldn't. I, I honestly, guys, that sounds amazing. I would love nothing more to be sitting in a pub now watching these. This, do you know, it's what Sunday is built for. 
there's nothing better than four every match kicking off on Sunday at four o'clock Irish time. It is in America about ten o'clock in the morning. Like it's going to be just you sit in a pub, you get all the different chats. Who scored where? Who scored where? And you just get shit faced. Uh, you'd be banjoed leaving the place at about seven o'clock at night. It's fantastic. Yeah, for me though, soccer is really a Thursday day. So yeah, like, every, the Thursdays is where the soccer is. Bill, what do you expect yeah. during this game? Give us a little bit of a breakdown. We're what T minus eleven minutes from kickoff. I want to hear just the the, the two minute. 50,000-foot view. What are we going to see today? So I'm expecting a fair amount of kicks. I, I expect the ball to be going from one side of the field to the other. I expect both teams to play a little conservative the first 25 minutes or so. What I want to see is a red card, but for the other team this game. I want Crystal Palace to have a very unfortunate tackle that the ref takes a bit of offense to, and I want to go 11 on 10. Or is it 10 over 9? I'm not sure. Not a big math guy. Um, do you count the goalie? I don't know. That's what I always see. That's how I see the first half shaking out. We'll talk about the second half at halftime, Darren. We'll, we'll invite you back. Um, yeah, no, definitely. You, I'm, I'm looking yeah, forward to that. What do you think? Yeah, Rick, Rick well, how do you see it playing out? Well, here, you, you know me. I'm always looking for the hot, hot picks. I'm looking for the angles. Uh, Everton minus 115 at kickoff. You know I put three digits on Everton to win this one. I am absolutely riding Everton. Everton's going to win 3 nothing. all three goals in the first half. Uh, we'll talk about that shortly, about where we are at halftime. But this is going to be an electric game. Lot, lots of kicking, like you said. Gray, I just saw as a substitute. Not sure if that's always. 100% my favorite player. Hope we see him in the second half. Not in the first. That means something's gone extremely wrong. But I am excited. Minus 115, just give me the free money. Give them to me. Well, and the good news is you probably didn't bet on points bet because I just saw him at minus 120. So, as always, follow Rick for all of the juice, the hot, hot juice. If you want to save some monies and make a little bit else for all the holidays. Squeeze him for as much juice as possible. Thanks, Bill. Darren, let's hear some final words. What do we need to do? What should we be drinking? Well, I think in in this game, this time of the year, it's the first goal is so important. Because um, Everton are going to be nervous as hell. They're going to they're going to go at Palace for the first twenty minutes, all guns blazing, just attack, attack, attack. Um, but if Everton get the first goal, Palace really have nothing to play for. So they'll kind of just go, ah, we give it an effort, and they'll relax a bit. But if it's nil all going into eighty minutes, or if it's you know one nil Palace, it becomes a different game. And you know I do. It's just the first goal. You got once you get the first goal, I think it's going to be a huge amount of relief. Once with Charleston is banging the ball in the back of the net. Oh, that's that's an image for all of you ladies and men out there. Very hot, hubba hubba. Um, Darren, I pulled up the standings for Premier League um, a few minutes ago, and I swear it's not the first time I've done it this year. I noticed <laughs> that Crystal Palace has a lot of draws. What happens if uh, if this game ends tied? What happens for okay, relegation? So if it if Everton don't win, so if it's a tie or it's uh, a draw, it, it all goes down to Sunday, and they're still in the same situation as if they lose, so it doesn't really make much of a difference. They still, If they go in with a tie into Sunday, they still need Burnley and Leeds both to win for them to go down. So that's why I'm saying they're in probably the best place because it's unlikely the two of them, because they're both shite, are going to win. But 
get a win, get it over with tonight. Let's not worry about Sunday. So Sunday, you can all just be drinking Don Perignon and getting shit-faced and just forget about it. You know, just beat Palace. They're shite. If you want to stay in this league, you beat Palace. That's what that, I couldn't have said it any better. What a way to conclude. You know that I have to hit the head. We're seven minutes till game time. I need to massage this chair. I got to find the right chair. It's a little wobbly, but Bill, let's get it on. Thank you, Darren. Thanks for joining us for a little pregame. Everton, do or die. Uh, hope to see you here at halftime, and hopefully Everton is up at least one mil, if not two. This has been a uh, hopefully so. And- I must say, hopefully, guest one. We hopefully guest one. Hopefully, we got you to the promised land there. I hope you finished. If not, come back in 45 minutes and we'll finish it up. That sounds good, Darren. We'll see you soon. Zerdoiks. <laughs> oh, my God. It's now halftime. Everton down nil two. But the good news is there's a good luck charm that walked in the pub to hopefully change some momentum. Let's see. Let's take the guy's temperature here at halftime. Yeah, that's not great, really. It's it's not great. We're, we're going to set the table here in a yeah. sec. We have a we have a special guest joining us. Ah. Not just Rick, but somebody is on his way. I'm going to invite him to speak. Things are going to be hot. Hey, Darren. Hey, Bill. Hey, Dan. I'm I'm actually sitting right next to Bill. It's red hot. Ah, oh, very good. Being in his presence, but this game is trash all around. Yeah, it's, no, it's, it's not thick. great. Um, Your team is yeah, right like the, now, in right? fairness. Yeah, well, I'm watching them at the moment. They're um, they're doing they're doing okay, but they they haven't scored yet, which isn't great. But they're doing okay. They're a better team. Burnley aren't up to much, but yeah, no. For Everton, unfortunately, it just doesn't. Uh, it's not great. Like. Um, they're lucky in the sense that Jordan Ayew should have been sent off. That was a horrendous challenge. Um, and then he goes up and sco- scores like 90 seconds later, which is ridiculous. It was sad. Well, I guess that's just Everton. Yeah, that was salt on the wound when that happened. But, yeah. I mean, it's just, we've said this a thousand times. They're exactly like the Bears. Everything is so fucking hard. <laughs> they, can't, yeah. they can't produce any offense at all. No, they're not. They're just... Uh, like they're big players. Like Seamus Coleman's a big player for them. He's just you know, he made a very bad mistake for the second goal, and he just hasn't been at it this season, you know. So uh, no, look, they still the second half. The first five ten minutes, of the second half is going to be huge for them. They're going to need to keep their heads, and not get someone sent off because they still got a big game against Arsenal at the weekend. But just try and um, you know try and get back into this. I mean, two 0 is the most. They always say two 0 is the most dangerous lead in soccer because. Um, well, you know, teams can also often fall into a sense of security. You go, now we're tuning up, this team is done. But one goal can change everything. It gets you back into it. Um, I know this bar. So if they're not dead, yes, but. If they, if they get one, this bar will absolutely explode because there's currently the three three amigos here and then two other guys who are uh, maybe working. I'm not sure what they got going on. So it will be electric here, I know, if they get at least one. Rick has yeah. a, um, a red hot wager going right now. That's basically all we care about. Yeah, so I put some cash. Well, my Everton money line bet not looking so hot. So I put the rest of my balance on the race the three corner kicks, and it is currently tied two two. There, it is so electric. I have very poor <laughs> odds on that though. It is not looking great. Even if I win, I'm 
basically making my money back on that bet. Anyways, I this is so painful. Sorry, checking in late here. I was in the head. Uh, I would rather be married to Amber Heard at this point than be an Everton fan. This is so bad. I think we should put the trial on instead of watching the second half of this game. But you know what? The boys in blue, like you said, one goal can change everything. Hopefully that goal is for Everton and not for Crystal Palace. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, the, the only the only thing is they have looked fairly shite. So, like, getting a goal doesn't look likely. But hopefully, you never know. Frank Lampard, he's a bit of a spoofer. But if you can get them in there, make changes, you know, you never know. I'm, I'm, um, yeah, oh, by I'm, way, I'm real worried about uh, Mike. Has anyone heard? I mean, yeah, I know. Uh, he may be absolutely hanging from a rope right now, and I'm very concerned yeah. about that. I think so, too. We, Becky might have answers as to where Mike is, but we'll have to figure that one out. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm very worried for Mike. Hi, Becky Wealth. We're, we're going to invite you to speak. Uh, I just want to reset this a little bit. This is Zero Doink, the Chicago Bears <laughs> um, podcast, and we are here in Heisman's and Mirabelle. <laughs> Uh, trying to make sure that Everton does not get relegated. Uh, Becky, nope. a big Everton oh. fan? Yeah, I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh, you're a Liverpool fan. Oh, boy. All oh, those. That, <laughs> Whoa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Are you enjoying <laughs> uh, this angst that all of us lifelong Everton fans are feeling right now? Yeah. Well, Becky will Becky, Becky will want me to do her a favor on Sunday because I'm I'm an Aston Villa fan, so she'll be hoping that we'll do them a favor on Sunday. Okay, so what? Excellent point, uh, Jim. I just invited you to speak, Jim. Welcome to the show. This is Sarah Deutz, America's favorite Chicago Bears podcast. We are here live. <laughs> At a bar in Naperville, Illinois, watching Everton against Crystal Palace down 0-2 at halftime. Jim, what do you think of Richarlson? Rick thinks that he's sick. I might have forgotten to invite you to speak. Darren, that is one of Rick's theories that Richarlson is ill. He's sick? Yes. Uh, Oh, Burnley have just gotten a penalty. Okay, uh, back to Becky. Uh, Becky, what are your thoughts? What should Everton be doing here in the second half? You are a Liverpool fan. You, you know the ins and outs of everything. That's very bad for Everton. What do, you, what do you see? What do you see here? And it's a definite penalty as well. Um, yeah, Burnley have a chance to go 1-0 up, which is really bad news for Everton. Well, everything's coming up roses here for Everton. Um, yeah. Darren. I will uh, say one thing, though. I will say one thing. I mean, it is absolutely amazing that a team that has never in its history been relegated from the top league has a chance to be get relegated the year that you guys decide to add them to your podcast. <laughs> it is. It is. It is amazing. We're not proud of that. Though. Rick Rick feels guilt. I know that. I mean, we've definitely discussed this for the last few months and the last few minutes that uh, – Mike is absolutely pounding his head against the wall, forever introducing himself to us. But uh, you know what? What can you do? You got to focus on what you can control. Focus on kicking the ball. That's what Bill said at the top. Kick the ball, move the ball, kick the ball. Are, are we in one trouble? Little Burnley. 
if, if, if Mike kills himself, are we legally liable uh, for prompting this by adopting Everton as our team and putting an absolute curse on him? I don't know. What are the laws over, over in your region, Darren, for this type of thing? Well, I probably wouldn't mention it to anyone who owns Everton. They might sue you. But um, I'd say just more I'd be worried about the well-being of Mike. <laughs> he doesn't sound great. <laughs> he looked fabulous in the photograph in the weekend, but he doesn't sound great now. But yeah, Burnley are 1-0 up on Villa uh, just before half-time, so that's a crock that's of bad. shit as well. Very so, yeah, bad. very yeah. bad. Thanks for no help there, Darren. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Well, I, we, 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 no problem at all. No problem at all. Um, <laughs> I just, I just hope that, you know, if Burnley do go on to beat us, hopefully they don't, but if they do, that Leeds don't win at the weekend and Leeds go down. I hate Leeds. Yeah, yeah Leeds is the worst. Thank you, Rick. Um, <laughs> hey, Darren, um, quick question. Anything on the barbecue right now? It's, it's, uh, I'm guessing it is 8.45 in the p.m. Uh, it's dinner time. It's time for supper. Uh, what, you got, what you got going, bud? Um, so tonight it's just a nice boring. Uh, we're having uh, chicken fried rice with a bit of. Um, that's it, actually. I think I don't know what the quantity. It's. I just realised it's quarter to nine. And I haven't fed my family yet, so I better do something. I just. I went from a, a class to football. Um, but uh, no, it's nothing really happened tonight. Other than I'm just drinking some ciders. I'm going to have some whiskey. Actually, sorry, Becky, you want to talk? Can you come, Becky? Yeah, yeah, Becky. I see that you've taken yourself off mute. Uh, we're 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 all ears. Um, I can hear you guys. <laughs> so I just oh move myself, so it doesn't matter. I can hear you guys. You can say something. Absolutely. Uh, the floor is yours. Really, the floor is mine. <laughs> That's serious. Um. Okay. Um. What? Which country are you from? Uh, that is a fantastic question. Uh, Rick, I don't know what country you're from. Dan and I, uh, uh Dan, where I'm were you born? Dan Doinks, Illinois. Rick, Rick, what country, what's your native tongue? Rick? Um, Vatican City. I was a great team called Young Boys. I'm from I'm from Luxembourg. The biggest country I've ever seen. So everybody's talking. Can let me just say each one of us can just say our country and meet ourselves so we understand the country we are from. Luxembourg, <laughs> Illinois, Vatican. Irlande, Dusseau. Okay, that's great. I'm from Nigeria. Oh, wonderful! Welcome, welcome to Zero Dykes halftime show of Everton Crystal Palace. Game, this is games on, games on, guys, games yeah. on. Okay, this concludes the halftime show. The we'll halftime see you after, we'll after the game. Have a good one. Let's go. Here we go. This is our moment, boys. This is our guy. Right here. This is our guy. Right at the goal. Come on, come on, come on. Do it. Do it. Set him up. Yes, yes! 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 
This wow. is incredible. Absolutely incredible. Holy shit. Oh my that gosh. The awesome. boys in blue. That was awesome. That was fucking sweet. Oh my gosh. The random fans on the <laughs> Fan base. <laughs> the random dude just giving him a hug. <laughs> what? Yeah, get a picture. Oh, get off the field, asshole. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Such a hooligan. Yeah, more time on the back end. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Wow, what a comeback. That's like, uh, what I like about soccer is like if something weird happens in the stands, they just fucking show it. Like the fans, like NFL, they would have just cut away from that completely. <laughs> You're right. The streaker? The soccer, they're just like, yeah, let's, fucking, let's not pretend this, like, this isn't happening. This is awesome. On side. On, completely on. Oh my god, that was sick. Oh, oh. so, so assertive. What a great. What I say, what great is. Oh. What a pass. He, I don't want He always pass. comes off the bench. He is incredible. I think he's horrible on defense. <laughs> I think that's his. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. If they need an offensive weapon, yeah. bring him yeah. in. Yeah. It's like Yasmani. Oh, I like that move. Oh, yes. So slippery. That was incredibly slippery. Yasmani. Nobody's ever made a Yasmani (laughs) Grandal and a Damari Gray comparison. (laughs) That was awesome. This is fucking electric. (laughs) So awesome. Oh, you're you're like (laughs) sweet tarts dared to combine sweet and tart. But we didn't stop there. We combined soft and bouncy to bring you new Sweet Tarts Gummies Fruity Splits, a uniquely delicious dual-sided gummy with one side that's sweet and one side that's tart, but entirely smooth and squishy. Mmm, a powerfully perfect combo. Sweet Tarts, dare to combine. Awesome. Oh, you're, you're like <laughs> fighting a line-A hoops team that is red hot. Everton did not quit. In the second half, it went from nil two to one two to two two, and a borderline last second score made it three two. Everton held on. The post game was raucous. Another special guest jumped in, an original fan of Everton, you might say. Let's get our ears super wet for the last part of this bonus Zero Doinks episode. I'm urinating right now, fellas. Excellent, excellent. Good man. How do you manage to do that with no tums, by the way? I mean, it, it must be difficult. I'm used to it by now, Darren. You sit down? I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, Darren, can you give us a quick uh, a quick take on the second half? Uh, we're, we're live well, here, Zero Doinks, uh, America, oh, and the world's favorite Bears idiot. podcast. Uh, Darren... <laughs> Darren's probably watching the end of the Villa game, and we're. Yeah, I'm mean, sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, the uh, what do you think? so 
Well, it was kind of you know, what we talked about at halftime. It was the first goal. That goal, if you got to go within 10 minutes, and they got to go within 10 minutes, and that kind of changed everything. You can see it gave Everton real belief. Um, the players were really picked them up, picked the crowd back up because the crowd had gotten flat because they were 2 0 down. Got them back into it, made Palace a little nervous, and that just bred. And you could see as it was going, it was going, and then they got the second, and suddenly, Jesus, it was just pandemonium, absolute pandemonium. And obviously, then the third goal, and I saw Rick running onto the field and everything. It was just pure excitement, and uh, it, it, it's fantastic. It really is. I'm delighted for them to stay up because they're a good club, and they should be in the Premiership. We are waiting on special guest Mike from England, trying to figure out technology a little bit. But, oh, wait a minute. We might have him. Oh. We might have him. Oh. Yeah, we might have Mike. Mike, I say Mike is Everton fan. Here he is, Mike. Boys, how are we doing? Oh my goodness, Mike! You sound amazing. You look great. Give us your <laughs> your instant thoughts about Everton avoiding reg- uh, relegation. Oh well, honestly, in December because we had that fat, useless Spanish waiter, I thought we'd gone. And uh, yeah, Lampard's done a cracking job. It's a shame he's a Tory, but he's a uh, he's done a great job. What worried me about tonight? They're like two 0 down, and then like just playing terrible, terrible. You, you snag a goal and then, yeah, obviously DCL scores with 85 minutes to go. Fans invade the pitch, meaning that we've got seven minutes of fucking injury time. Ah, yeah, absolutely chuffed to bits. Chuffed to bits, unbelievable. Never thought we'd be in this situation. Um, but, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. I love you all and... Uh, and yeah, I'm gonna be bouncing for a while. We love you more. Uh, let's be honest, Mike. At halftime, what type of condition were you in as a human, as an Everton fan? What were you doing? Did you have any clothes on? Were there drugs close to you, and or a weapon? Well, clothes were, were on. Head was in hands, and uh, I was trying to follow um, my rugby league team to try and just get my mind away from it. Uh, but I, th- I thought we'd get one. I thought we'd score one. But to come back. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. I thought that, uh, you know, we might snatch a draw and then, you know, Leeds will turn Brentford over and we go down. But to do what we've done there, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. I've got some mates who've gone to the game and, uh, yeah, I've had some good comments off them already. And one of them ended up on the pitch. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Fucking, I'm sorry. I'm flipping over the moon, boys. I really am. Oh, I don't apologize. Don't apologize. Darren, Darren, hey, Darren, Darren yeah. sorry, sorry, Darren, how did Villa get on? Uh, they're one all at the moment uh, in the 93rd minute or something else, which is fantastic because this really screws over Leeds. Uh, so uh, if, if, if only you know, Burnley could win now at this stage because Everton are safe and they aren't going anywhere in the league, that, at least that would just screw over Leeds big time. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I, I was, I mean, we're a bit worried about you. I, I was concerned and pretty much certain that you're probably doing heroin, hiding in your back garden for the last couple of days before this took off. <laughs> yeah, it's not in bright fluid. <laughs> it's yeah, that, we we were we were very concerned for you, Mike. The pre-game you weren't there. Halftime you were far away from uh, Spotify Live, but we're happy you're here right now. Um, what is your guys' issue with leads? Uh, Dan Doinks, Rick Fieldsman, and I live from Heisman's in Naperville. Uh, we were very curious about the issue with leads. We didn't know. Mike, what is your problem with leads? Yeah, do you know, as, as a football club, I don't mind them, uh, but I've had some bad experiences at the hands of Leeds United fans uh, watching rugby league. 
and yeah, they have a tendency to turn up at uh, games away at Wakefield and things like that and cause a bit of bother. So I've never really, uh, never really minded them, uh, uh, to be fair. But but yeah, somebody's got to go down, haven't they? So so yeah, it's absolutely great. He's, I've just noticed that um, yeah, he's is uh, Mr. Lawrence on? I don't think he is because I've got a uh, a can of Newcastle Brown Ale that I've that I've opened up and thought uh, thought you might appreciate that one. Newcastle fan and all. Yeah, I know. Brother brother Dave uh, hopefully will be logging in soon. Uh, Darren, what is your... Do you have something personal against the Leeds? Uh, and welcome, John. John, feel free to speak. I just invite you to yeah. speak. So, yeah, no, I just... I just I, it kind of goes back a long time. I just don't like them. The... They just, and then obviously when Villa got relegated, because I'm a Villa fan, when we got relegated and we were in the in the championship, we had a, quite a lot of tough battles against Leeds, and I just, uh, I just, I don't like them. I just, just don't like them. I would be quite happy for them to go down. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, but obviously it's still a long way to go for the. Hopefully they, it's in Burnley, it's in Burnley's hands now. So, you know, what Burnley's have to do is match Leeds' result on Sunday, and they stay up. So. At least that's something. That's no. We appreciate the insight, Darren and Mike. Hey, John. John, we uh, we welcome you to Zero Doinks, the Chicago Bear. Oh my goodness, you just left. We apologize. Uh, technical difficulties, John. We hope that you you welcome. I hope that you come back. Walk back on. Clearly, John was intimidated by our soccer knowledge and our love of Everton in this uh, room. No doubt about it. Uh, Mike, what are you going to do once everything sets in, once you wake up tomorrow, you're reminded that Everton is guaranteed Premier League safety, according to USA here in America. Um, What are you going to do to celebrate and remind yourself that next year is a new year? Well, what will happen, Bill, as happened with most Evertonians, we'll have a bloody good night. A few beers. They'll wake up with a headache tomorrow, and then they'll turn on the club. <laughs> that's that's the usual. That's usual because yeah, we haven't won anything since '95. But a club of Everton's stature shouldn't be fighting relegation, really. And considering we've spunked about 500 million on that pile of shite that was on the pitch tonight as well. Um, so yeah, so there'll be a, a, a few kind of cheers, then beers, and then Everton fans will turn on the club. That's that's the usual. Um, yeah, got a big. So- Mike, do you think, um, I know it's not the time to talk because it's obviously a very happy occasion today, but do you think, will they bring Lampard back next year? I think they have to, don't they? You know, um, it's not his team, so it would be interesting to see if they back him uh, over the summer. Uh, I think Rich Allison's on his way, um, so he should be able to get a few uh, doubloons for him, really. But yeah, I'd expect uh, expect them to bring him back. Mate, there's a reason why we're in the reason why I'm turning on him already. See, you've got me, you've got me going, you buggers. But um, the, yeah, there's a reason why we're in this in this position. It's just been shit management over the past kind of four or five years. Five hundred million pounds spent on absolute rubbish, like Gomez and uh, you know Rondon and people like that. Buddy Condon, what like? So you know, there's uh, there's a big job on. There's a big job on. I mean, we're not all as lucky as uh, as. Newcastle are we getting some old owners who don't mind kind of you know having slight issues with journalists and chucking a load of money into the club you know as uh, when we're not that lucky so uh, so yeah I think they'll bring him back they'll give him a few quid and I'll be speaking to you next year having dodged another bullet on the final day of the just wondering if we can get a quick update on Rick Rick did that piss turn into a shit or anything because you seem to be gone for a while 
No, don't worry about that, buddy. I am just soaking in all these fans on the field. This has been electric. Uh, before the game, my click to pick was Gray. He came on the field and changed the whole game around. He fed that ball into that assist on that last goal. There was never a doubt. There's never a doubt, baby. Oh, my gosh. Just Everton fan for life. We've converted at least the two other people in this bar to Everton fans, I'm pretty sure. This bartender's an Everton fan. Just a lot of love going around, just happiness. Bears, who cares? This is Everton land right now. I do love how proud you are that you've just made two other people be miserable for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes, buddy. Whatever it takes. Mike, what would you have done if if Everton ended up relegated this year when they were adopted by Zero Doings? What would you have done to us physically, uh, to the rest of your family mentally? What what would have happened? Well, you'd have had to all been sued, obviously, really. But, I mean, you picked the perfect club, didn't you? You know, you, we had a chat and you said you were looking for a team that was Bears-esque. And they're absolutely perfect, aren't they? You know, won something years ago. I've done bugger all since. But just keep bringing you back. Keep holding you on, don't they? So if, uh, there's a phrase around here, it's the hope that kills you. And, yeah, and, and that's Everton. Mate, if they'd have gone down, yeah, I'd, I'd have been gutted. Quite, um, where I work now, they're not really football fans, so I wouldn't have got the stick that I would have got where, where I last worked, really. So it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been too bad. But, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure when I did a kind of sit down and thought about it, you know, Everton are a Premier League club, aren't they? Like Villa and, and you know, teams like that, Newcastle and... You know, the the massive clubs it need to be need to be in the Premier League, and we've just spent absolute fortune on building a new stadium as well. So yeah, that would have been quite interesting playing bloody Scunthorpe in that uh, in that stadium, or things like that. Yeah, but I would have at least hounded you all down, at least especially you know yourself, Bill and Dan and, and Rick, who you know I've got tattoos and everything. Definitely would have uh, hunted you down, and uh, yeah, and probably kidnapped your whole family and, and made you suffer really. I think that's totally fair. Dan, Dan's been a little quiet. He's he seems a little emotional here at the end of the bar. He has been soaking in all of the blue smoke. I think he has a smoke bomb in his unmentionables. I think is that accurate, Dan? Uh, yeah, I've had a blue smoke bomb for about a week and a half in my pants right now, waiting for this to happen. Uh, it's funny you should mention, Mike, basically everything I was worried about if Everton uh, would have gotten relegated, that you would have absolutely sued us. Uh, so I spent the entire halftime Googling uh, international attorneys, because I don't know where you would file such a lawsuit. Would that be uh, over in your area? Would that be Chicago-based? So I'm really happy we don't have to go through with that, because I'll be honest, I've been feeling guilty pretty much this entire season for putting an absolute jinx all over your life lifelong team that we just jumped into the mix and uh, shit all over them. So, and you you hit it, Mike. We they're the Chicago Bears of the Premier League, 100%. They can't score, firing coaches, everyone's kind of mad at ownership. It's not great. But I'm in it. We're in it. And we'll probably get Everton tattoos today. I was just thinking, just as a public service for you there, Dan, that if you have a a blue rocket in your in your trousers, um, it's probably time for you to take off that cock ring. I'd say it's probably been on too long. <laughs> That's a great point. 
but I'll never take it off. So what, uh, Mike, uh, oh, oh, sorry, Darren, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead, buddy. No, I was just going to say, so what now? Like, so it's 10 o'clock for myself and Mike. It's 4 o'clock for you guys. The night is young. Everton have stayed up. You've got a skin full of beer inside you. So where are you going now? Where, where's next? It's a great question. I feel like Rick is the perfect person to answer such a query. Uh, have you ever heard of Mongolian barbecue, Darren? <laughs> I have. I brought my wife there on a date once. Yes, I have heard of it. There's one right across the street. I think we're going to do uh, maybe about unlimited bowls for uh, a little early snack before we uh, probably hit up peanuts tonight. Maybe go a little bit of uh, see our portrait on the walls, talk to the uh, the locals a little bit, just hams it up a little bit with everybody. So we are not done. The night is young. I was thinking about what I'm going to do right after, drive home, hang out with the family. Oh, no. No, no. Not on this championship day for Everton. Oh, they secured the win, baby. We are out on the town all night. Uh, the boys are back in town in every jukebox at every bar we hit up. What I do love about the Mongolian barbecue is that no matter what you put in the bowl, you can fucking, like... 14 chickens and 48 leeks into the thing. It all just tastes the same. It doesn't matter what it is. It all comes out the exact same. Just gorgeous eating, especially with a few pints. It's just fabulous. It is gorgeous eating. That is, that is so well said. Um, 14 chickens, huh? That is, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of poultry. Um, I, I need to know more about that. I like chicken. As you can see, I do like chicken. I like meat. My wife calls me a flace clop, which is South African for meathead. At least that's what she tells me it is. It's probably South African for cunt. But um, there you go, cop. There you have it. So I do love me meat. I mean, I think that is a perfect way to end this. You love your meat, and we love your meat too, Darren. Mike, this was fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, for celebrating uh, Championship Thursday. Uh, Rick, Dan, pleasure sitting next to you at the bar. We love all of you. We love our Zero Joinks listeners. This is a Bears podcast that loves Everton football. So, Mike, any any uh, lasting thoughts for our, our loyal listeners? I, I just feel that we're all kind of hugging across the ocean. Now we're all uh, – shirts are definitely off. There's lots of boing, boing, boing going on, and we're just all celebrating – a moment of, uh, of fandom together, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm choked up and love you all, and uh, I'll probably love the entire world in about 20 minutes when the whiskey starts flowing. That's perfect, Mike. Thank you so much for joining us here on Spotify Live from Naperville Heisman's fantastic. We love you. We love the Chicago Bears, but most of all, we love Everton football. Thanks, guys. We survive Premier League Championship next year. See you then here good night this concludes hams and bread america's favorite sports wagering segment which includes the segment within a segment hams and spreads and the segment within a segment within a segment Doffy's corner thank you for listening exclusively on zero doinks Love the toffees forever. Ooh, love your kit, Dan. Corner kicks. Our boys in blue. Top of the table. Toffee, toffee, toffee.
The last thing you want to hear when you need your auto insurance most is... Thank you for calling. Please listen to your list of 46 possible service options. Which is why when you choose USAA Auto Insurance, you'll get great service that is easy and reliable. 24-7 online service for claims, access to roadside assistance, and more. All at the touch of a button. Start getting the service you deserve. Get a quote today. Ability to receive a quote depends on membership eligibility. Membership eligibility and product restrictions apply and are subject to change. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates, San Antonio, Texas. a wife that will be willing every Thursday night to cook you lasagna, eating lasagna for 13 straight weeks. 